0: Hello! Welcome to episode 9, We Have Issues. I'm Anthony. I'm Stephen, And we get together every single week, Stephen and I, uh, so far without fail, thankfully. Um, mm-hmm. And we are doing our best to try to create a graphic novel together. Um, I'm writing this graphic novel about this ridiculous part of my life in which I time-traveled. It's a real thing that happened.
1: It actually happened.
0: Um, there's, uh, there's truth to it
1: every single part of this story is absolutely 100 true there's nothing created <laughs> or fabricated
0: dude okay so it is kind of funny um because i i've tried to reach out to people recently because i don't i honestly don't even know if this is the thing it probably is i really doubt that there's any like untreaded like ground as far as like storytelling is concerned you know like i can't imagine mm-hmm. that there's any any stone left to you know turn at this point however what we're working on is an autobiographical time travel story, <laughs> <laughs> which is pretty weird. I mean, even if it's been done before, I haven't seen something like that. It's fun, you know, so it's cool. Um, but that's what we're working on. So every week, Stephen and I get together. We work on this autobiographical time travel story. Um, Stephen's been do- working diligently on the art. Um, I'll put a couple pages up right here because now we know how to do this. And right where Stephen is. And... <laughs> Just going to so, hold it because I noticed that Zoom will auto cut to like the silent party just for no reason. So like I said, so every week we get together we're trying to make this graphic novel uh despite the, you know, the pitfalls of adulthood and such. Um so how did you do this week?
1: Um so I didn't well I I did finish page I'm 3. I'm a failure, Steven.
0: <laughs> You're <laughs> a failure. <laughs> <laughs> i failed this week i did nothing good i, I no actually good. i
1: actually i actually did a lot this
0: week too which is like <laughs> it's unfortunate did, for you steven i was i was so excited <laughs> last week i was like you know what i'm gonna be super confident because i've been doing so great this week i don't even have an excuse steven nothing <laughs> happened to me i had no i was thing. perfectly healthy <laughs> my allergies weren't acting up i mean i was just everything was great it was i just me. decided to veg i decided to ju- i decided to literally just like stare at the internet and watch horror movies <laughs> the whole time that's all i did i mean i had like minimal inexcusable like drama stuff but it was nothing that would like excuse the fact that i completely failed this week Stephen. i failed i tr- took the ball it was my ball i had it i was way ahead Stephen. and now i suck <laughs> and i feel and it for me like the
1: opposite thing happened like I finished page three and I was feeling pretty accomplished anyway. Um, so I was just like, you know what? You haven't played like video games. You haven't played like WoW in like over a week at this point. So i go ahead and do it. And then both times I logged on early morning to drink coffee and play WoW, Photoshop was already open. So I'm like, hmm, I just clicked it. I ended up flatting both page two and three all the way. Yeah, so-, okay.
0: so so you're sending me these these bits of progress while I'm like, no, Stephen, do less. Do <laughs> less to see. Say- Stop. <laughs> because in my head I was like no I'm so behind and not, not <laughs> to say I did get some writing done I I I I thumbnailed most of the pages and I, I I typed the majority of the work um I actually what happened was I I got stuck on like an internal stupid argument where I wanted to solidify a conversation that was happening in the book and then mm-hmm. I just like ran away from it so I can just kind of like let those gears turn in my head because I was like I know where it has to go and it's not even an important part Stephen well, it's, not impor- it's not important as far as, like, the, st- the actual story, but it's important as far as, like, the entertainment value of the book itself. I'm mm-hmm. like, well, you know, if you have a group of people sitting around who like to talk about pop culture stuff, what are they going to be talking about, Steven? It could be anything. <laughs> it could be anything, you know? So, so yeah. So, I, so, that's what, like, so I was turning those wheels for a little bit, and then I just found myself, like, looking at your text and sweating and thinking, like, he's getting so much more done than <laughs> me. I, have- I, I imagine, like, the scene in American Psycho where, like,
1: is patrick what's his name in the yeah with the cards and he's like patting the sweat and like he's like oh my god
0: it's perfect (laughs) that whole scene is incredible it is that movie that whole movie is pretty awesome yeah it really is that movie i haven't watched in a while but i remember last time i watched i i have revisited it uh within the last couple of years and it was a lot of fun i mean fun that sounds awful because Mm it makes you sound like a you know, sociopath but mm-hmm. it is it's a really interesting entertaining movie overall and his performance is amazing and you know his whole conversation about Huey Lewis throughout the movie is hilarious as well
1: yeah, this is like the way he delivers it too
0: and you know in this
1: one he's watching,
0: yeah he's like it's like yeah it's fun walk as he's doing it yeah it's good stuff yeah it's it's so funny though because like i so i mean going back back to like how much i failed and how much i suck as a human person (laughs) um you're horrible i'm a monster steven but it's just so funny because i was just like previously on you know we have issues i'm like yeah i think i'll get this done and i like did more than my work every week last week i'm like i'm gonna double my work (laughs) you see it's like i I shake my fist at the heavens and it's like (laughs) nothing is what happens when you're busy making other plans (laughs) like i did nothing (laughs) you know so no i i did i worked though um i mean i'll send you what i have i want to finish it because i like sending you like the full chapters Mm -hmm. you know so that's why i haven't sent you anything um i did type up most of it like i said but yeah not done and i'm disappointed in me and now i know how to do text so failure
1: (laughs) failure
0: (laughs) Of course four. Yeah. So I got I got some good news today, which was cool. Um, speaking of like something that's a little makes me feel a little bit better about my life in general. Um, the novel that I wrote, Table Scraps. Mm-hmm. Um, I got a cover. I found a car, cover artist for it, a local artist named Danielle. Uh, she is fantastic, and she mm-hmm. finished this. Check it out right here. Yeah, this is original art that she made using characters from the book she decided on verona accord to read the book went and found all the descriptions throughout the, the book of various characters and set it up like this i couldn't be happier with it like i am freaking like i don't it freaked me out because i was like i might actually sell this thing based on the cover alone <laughs> yes
1: because people yeah. judge books by their covers i mean that's yeah. what they're for so. Yes. yeah
0: so it's like I don't know. I, I feel like she did more of the work that's going to end up being profitable than I did telling the entire story because the, the cover is that cool. Yeah.
1: So I don't really have uh, the whole, I have like a cheap old $30 drawing, pad, you know?
0: Yeah. So. Dude, I, and you know what, I think it's going to be incredible to see your growth throughout our books as we continue to work together, because like, you know, we've talked about previously where like even my growth from issue one to issue three of my own book. Mm-hmm. It's like, there's such a ridiculous amount of growth. And then yours is already starting out with this like incredible style and this really fantastic line work already. And like I, you know, you, you're still remembering uh, the perspectives and stuff. And mm-hmm. I think, and I think as, as you grow accustomed to doing that stuff again, and as you start to exercise those muscles, you're going to reach like, over nine thousand, like it's gonna be <laughs> amazing, you know. I was watching
1: I was watching Dragon Ball Super tonight.
0: I know you were still.
1: <laughs> so I know we're, you were. We watch it as a family now, so uh oh, that's, we're, cool. We're on, that's cool. We're on like tournament of power right now, the first one. So for any Dragon Ball nerds out there that'll we'll eventually watch these podcasts.
0: Oh, speaking of like costumed characters and stuff, uh how was your Halloween? <laughs> What'd you do?
1: It was awesome. I got like a lot of likes and like call outs and then the like Two people were like, man, I thought you were the dude until I saw the hammer. I'm like, yeah, I'm like, that's pretty much the point of the movie. Like they, yeah. when they dressed yeah. Thor, they made him the dude, you know. Oh, no, yeah, like it was who's awesome. not
0: watching or who didn't happen to see our Halloween episode, Stephen's go, go or Steven went as bro Thor, as the dude Thor. Yeah,
1: I'll send you the pictures. I'll send you the pictures and kick them put.
0: Put them right here. here. Hey, look. hey, look, it's Thor, part of the podcast. Here's his cameo. <laughs> uh-huh. And then Tina, because Tina's Tina, Tina
1: went as uh for Office fans, I'm sure every single person that listens to us is an Office fan. Um,
0: um, this when is Michael her... Scott,
1: like, <laughs> when Michael Scott burns his foot on the George Foreman grill, he mm-hmm. wraps his foot in bubble wrap. Yeah, t- so Tina, Tina dressed up as Michael Scott with a burnt foot, with crutches and all that. So and then my girls were, yeah, yeah it was pr- it was pretty awesome actually. Yeah. And then um, Cammy and Chase went as uh, trolls. So Chase was Aww. Poppy and Cammy was Queen Barb. So awesome. it, was, it was pretty cool.
0: That's yeah. so cute. Yeah, we did like a whole around the house candy hunt thing. And Atlas dressed up as uh, Foxy from Five Nights at Freddy's. He's five, but he loves these <laughs> horror games horror so games. much. Oh, Atlas just really likes it. Like, for whatever reason, he, he likes the, you know, how everyone always loves the like villains. You know, everyone always loves like the coolest mm-hmm. looking characters and things. That's what he does. He just really like attaches to the coolest looking character, whatever it is. And if you got, got a mask, you got me. Yes,
1: yeah, that's, that's right. the truth. Yeah. Vega, Vega was my favorite Street Fighter. Scorpion was my favorite Mortal Kombat character. Of was just, yeah, yeah,
0: immediately drawn in. Yeah. So Casey so, Jones. I mean, well, I mean, yeah. Michael Angel oh. was my favorite turtle. But right, uh, my, my it's so weird because like I remember when I was really little, my favorite was Raph. And I don't know why, like, because I, I never had that personality, so I don't really know mm-hmm. why. Maybe it was just like I thought he was cool. Maybe it's because he went out to a movie, and I was like, "Yeah, I love movies." And he was like, "Out to a movie." It been be- something simple. I'm pretty sure, pretty sure, Michelangelo's because he liked pizza. I'm like, "Yeah, I like pizza." I I pizza. <laughs> yeah. And I'm like, I don't, I don't feel like I have anything in common with him. Maybe because Raphael was like the Batman of the Ninja Turtles. I don't know, mm-hmm. but for whatever reason, I, like, he was, I don't know what my
1: reasoning was, but.
0: Yeah. So anyway, um, so Atlas went as Foxy, and we did this whole thing around the house and stuff. And I was like, I don't want to. So I, I got like pimples after I did the freakazoid makeup, and I was like, I don't <laughs> want to do more of that, you know. So I did like a Doctor Horrible type of, you know, mad scientist type thing. But I did a bow tie, so it was, so that was pretty fun. He liked it, and we, you know, we got some candy and it, you know had fun overall. And then I watched Fright Night. Have you seen Fright Night? like in Mm, your life probably not okay so i love fright night okay like i've always loved fright night it's one of my favorite vampire movies of all time um the only thing i don't like about fright night is are you looking are you looking
1: that it was was written and directed by tom holland so it was written by spider-man
0: in the past that's the only thing i didn't like it about it was like the time (laughs) travel aspect of fright night no the director and the writer yeah. the fact that the director and the writer was just like a 20 year old tom holland um, <laughs> in 1980 it really yeah. bothered and irked me yeah so, no okay so this to you're gonna you I, I know you don't like this either so um dude they do the trope in the movie where there's a character who knows for a fact that there's a vampire He sees the vampire. He sees the claws of the vampire, the fangs of the vampire. He sees, he knows it's a vampire. He sees this vampire transform into this hideous monster of a vampire when he gets stabbed through a hand with a pencil, right? This vampire flies out of his window. He knows it's a vampire. He goes to his girlfriend slash ex-girlfriend, not really clear in the movie, and best friend ever. And he's like, I saw a vampire. There's a real vampire and he lives next door to me. And their response is, You're crazy. Steven. Steven. If I came to you, me, if I came to you and I was like, there's a vampire living next door, what would your response be, Steven? I would already have a cloak on that has steaks and garlic in it. That's That's what I would. That's
1: exactly what would be happening. There'd be no doubt like first come I first things. Like we're getting Worst ready case move. scenario. Worst case scenario. We commit murder, but I that. yeah.
0: Worst case scenario. We help each other to hide a murder that one of us committed. Like it's. Well, I swore he was a vampire. I know you swore he was a vampire. Like, just yeah, so honestly, I feel like you, I feel like you just wrote a movie because why is that a
1: movie already?
0: Like that's like why is no one killing their neighbor because they are sure it's a vampire because that's the. Oh, uh, <laughs> like, oh my god! Oh no, stakes don't work, Stephen. Get his head. <laughs> like, wait, we're arguing about, like what's happening. We're arguing about the positioning of the stake as we're stabbing this poor soul. It's the heart, obviously. <laughs> <laughs> So, 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 yeah, so it was like, it's more realistic that you'd kill your neighbor because you just assume he's a vampire, then <laughs> you would avoid killing him because he's definitely a vampire. Like, that's crazy. It was crazy to me. It, okay, I get it. I get, I almost get the parent thing, because your parents might be like, shut up, because they've seen you poop your pants, like, they've, they've seen you do all this <laughs> dumb stuff, you know, like, they... My parents probably wouldn't trust me because, like, I've—I was the kid who like put ketchup around my finger like a jewelry box and was like, <laughs> "Oh no, my finger!" You know, I'm like, I'd like, I'd like stuff my clothes with with towels and put it on my bed and like go, "Mom," and hide behind the door and be like, "Boo!" You know, and, like jumped out <laughs> when she thought I was in the bed. So my parents would be like, "Not this time. you trying to give us a heart attack," you know. And then uh, vampire. Um, oh yeah, yeah. And then we'd all get killed, and some of us would be transformed into vampires. Um. But you,
1: you would believe me. I knew you would believe me. Yeah, best friend, me. no way. No I way. Know, yeah, there's
0: no way. I know
1: you would. There's believe. no way I would doubt that. Like, like there are. I'd at least be interested. I'd be like. Yes. Well, let's go check it out. Yeah. Like. Let's throw some garlic on this dude. See what happens. Yes. like. I, Do you I, think I, it needs to be fresh? You think we can just bring the jar of minced garlic and I garlic at it at him?
0: Honestly, I feel like it would work. Um, the only other thing about this story that like I was kind of like iffy about in rewatching, which I still think it totally holds up. There's a lot, it's there's a lot of like like thematic stuff about you know, like virginity and like losing your virginity and the connection like sexual connection and stuff. That aside, just as far as like the vampire stuff is concerned, right? So <laughs> they they do the like no reflection thing, which is neat. Because you don't always get that, so it's fun to see every once in a while. They do the like hypnosis type thing, but like in a cool way where it's just kind of like he looks at the woman and she, or, like the girl, and she has he has this allure, and she just kind of follows him, and you get the idea that he's you know mm. hypnotizing her. What I didn't love was that, like Charlie, like holds a cross up to him, right, and he just kind of grabs it and throws it away or like crushes it, and he's like, nope. But then later on, he's like. You have to have faith for it to work. Where I'm like, hang on. Hang on. Hang on. He's a vampire, all right? Like, if I'm already holding a a cross and you're a vampire and I know I'm accepting... I'm accepting (laughs) Jesus in my life. Like, Jesus is my savior. I love... Like, like, there's never been a more devout Christian than a man who's face-to-face with a vampire holding a cross. Like, that's not a thing. Yeah, there's no way he he was lacking any faith in that situation. Yeah, like, that's... And that's literally anyone if you're already holding the cross at a vampire you're you know you're like oh man the reason this works against that unholy beast is because (laughs) there's some real like real power in this you know Mm -hmm. so so anyway it's like it so it was it was fun in that you get to see one of the characters kind of like do this and he's like you have to have faith and then he kind of like does this thing where he just kind of does it again but more powerfully (laughs) this is this is me with faith. With faith. <laughs> Can you imagine directing that scene? Like, okay, okay, okay. Do it, but like 20% less faith. He's like... <laughs> oh, yeah.
1: Rob, Rob's over there like, have faith, have faith.
0: Have faith, <laughs> <laughs> You gotta have faith. Um, dude, so then, but like, the, the vampire's response though, once he does have faith, oh, by the way, the, the vampire's played by uh, Chris Sarandon. Who is Humperdink in the Princess Bride? Who's also the voice of Jack Skellington? Okay, yeah. So um, that's who that's played the game. Awesome. Yeah, uh, Jerry Dandridge. And it's really cool. Um, but his response, his response to um, the the faith, like when the vampire killer has the cross, is. Ah! <laughs> like,
1: <laughs> he he does, this he, script was like vampire squeals. And yeah, you have oh. to act bad while doing it.
0: What it said. <laughs> that was the cue. But okay, so make it
1: make it as unbelievable
0: as possible. <laughs> it's so good. They they it's also funny. they also in the mythos of uh, Fright Night they have um he has like a, a a Renfield sort of it's like but it's like a like the zombie not really a I, we don't know what it is excuse me so he, uh so he, Jerry Dandridge the vampire in and friday night has this assistant slash just bro who hangs out with him who protects him during the day um who gets shot several times in the movie and <laughs> just like throw down stairs and stuff and i'm not sure what he is i don't i don't think it's ever specified in the movie but it's kind is of he cool. like uh like is he like one of those like what do they call those Kind of like in like Ghostbusters two, where he like Vigo had like yeah like a familiar um a familiar. That's exactly what I was looking for. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so I i that's kind of what it is. It's like he's like the Renfield, like the but he's not he does he's not like brain dead and eating rats and stuff. He's just a guy, mm. you know. Like, he
1: could have he could. I'm just a dude who saw a vampire and knew whose side
0: to get on. Basically, yeah. Yeah. he's just like his. He didn't even question it. He's just like you're a vampire. <laughs> I'm in. Let's do this. Let's go get those girls that's My friend's that's, not going to believe me. In this, in
1: this universe, friends don't believe friends for some reason. i what's going to be here. your friend, and then you'll believe me, because,
0: well, you're the vampire, so... My favorite thing that happens in this movie, though, my favorite thing is, twice, the mom is the villain of the movie on accident. It's like, <laughs> no, it's, dude, it's so funny. Like, it's actually really effective and, like, really funny, because there's a scene where... He saw his neighbor as a vampire, and he's pretty sure that his neighbor killed this woman, right? So he goes outside. He's, like, being in, intentionally being stealthy. He's trying to, like, he's sneaking. He's in this bush. He's hiding. We see his perspective as, like, the, the vampire runs across the roof or, like, flies across as a bat and transforms and then lands on the ground, and he's walking. And we see Charlie. And We we're, we are Charlie watching this, you know, this vampire knowing the danger in this moment as he's just, like, 20 feet away from this guy, And his mom walks outside and goes, Charlie, (laughs) Charlie. And of course the vampire and the guy just kind of turn and look at, look at, like look directly at Charlie. And it's just like, and he, and the vampire for whatever reason is eating an apple and he like drops the apple at Charlie. And it's just like, yeah, well, I saw you and you saw me and now we know what's about to happen. You know, it's a crap and so the then, mom just ruins everything just completely wrote it and then of course there's like the classic scene like like the the too convenient to be real type of like thing that works hilariously in these kind of movies where he's upstairs and he's like talking on the phone he's like as long as the owner of the house doesn't invite the vampire in it's fine and you just hear his mom like <laughs> charlie i want you to meet someone and it's like oh, God
1: oh charlie
0: so, <laughs> so yeah um that being said i know i'm talking about this movie for telling but the vampire in that movie <laughs> is one of the coolest vampires because he's literally like you know i'm a vampire i know i'm a vampire if you tell anyone i'm gonna have to murder your whole family just don't tell anyone and charlie's <laughs> like i'm gonna <laughs> like, <laughs> like, Charlie doesn't even have like a three-point
1: plan. He's just like, I'm gonna tell.
0: I'm gonna tell I got I'm gonna tell everyone. Uh, And and to his credit, to his credit, Charlie Brewster in that movie is a superhero. Like he is amazing because he's no one. He has no powers, he's not strong by any means. He's a high school kid who's super nerdy. You know, there's nothing like magnificent about him or anything that would suggest that he'd be powerful (laughs) at all or of any confidence. But he's like anyone else, anyone else in the whole world in that situation would be like. I won't say a word you kill all those women <laughs> like any other any real life nerdy character would just like crawl under bed crawl under the bed and just like let that happen you know and he's mm-hmm. just like I'm gonna take down this where this vampire next door and he does it's crazy anyway so I watched that last night that's what I did with my time that was yeah
1: well, we got back and then yeah, it was bed. I mean, getting the girls to bed and then, yeah, we just went to bed because we're old people. Um But yeah, it was a fun time. No horror yeah. movies for us. We're not a horror movie household. It's I know what we are.
0: <laughs> yeah, that's true. I know. I know. Well, it's which is so funny because like we talk about lost boys and vampire movies all mm-hmm. the time. But, like Tina doesn't watch a lot. Speaking of Tina and talking her into doing things, slash watching things, slash owning mm-hmm. things. Have you made any progress on the ostriches? On ostriches, yeah. Have you made the ostrich progress? progression? On ostrich progression. yeah. Nothing more than I think what I reported last week. Okay. She already
1: pretty much called me out. But I mean, she, she I mean it's like I said, dude, there's not much she can do once
0: I mean if anything sells and we have even a little bit of money, there's very little she can do to swim. I'm I'm like I'm tiptoeing around the idea of forgetting the book and starting a Kickstarter for our ostrich colony at this point <laughs> because it might sell. I like, I don't know what we'd give people pictures of ostriches. Um, we can give them eggs if they pay enough. I don't know. I don't know how ostriches work. We can I... breed them a battle steed. Yeah, we could. We can name our ostrich after them if they give us enough money. So th- I'm just I'm just lobbying that. Like I'm lobbying that into the world. <laughs> just I'm not. It's a soft pitch. It's like a like a
1: if a mystery donor suddenly appears. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> so...
0: <laughs> I just the ideas i would say um i don't know emus
1: might be the better go because they are much smaller and won't kill me but it also can't be my battle bird so don't betray if us I, if i can't get the ostriches and what's this whole
0: comic thing been about anyway yeah yeah if if you've if op- been about off that. the table so is the comic book it i mean
1: although we have discussed some other ideas too which is cool i don't know yeah. if we're you probably don't need to share that now it's just that's just weighing everything down, but it's cool. We have, like, we have other things in the pipeline after we uh, get this one done. We, I mean, we're almost back cataloged at this
0: one. we probably got like three or four solid ideas. Hey, before we go any further, um, so I'm learning a little bit about YouTube, and I want to test something. I don't know if I'm going to do it. I'm going to see how bad I fail. But hey, if you're watching this video on YouTube and you haven't subscribed yet, hit this button right here. It might be on this side. I don't know how this works. We're still learning. <laughs> um, but... And um, just in case Zoom is like, hey, no, this is my button.
1: Here, is it right here? You're just gonna. I think you're gonna sub here, possibly, possibly here.
0: Um, we're back to 123 subscribers though, so someone yes. came. So we got a new one, so that's good. <laughs> so, someone
1: felt bad. Like,
0: Oh, okay. you know what?
1: <laughs> I so, mean, it could be because of what happened. <laughs> she could have been like unsubscribed, but I miss subscribed
0: Yeah. Okay. Okay. Can we? <laughs> let's let's type just very quickly i don't know how much i'll keep in but let's go in a hypothetical world in which let's just this is purely i'm lying i'm lying i'm lying it's so real steven it's so real it's real i can't lie okay so let's just pretend because i i don't i don't know what to do here okay so i was in a relationship right um it was very short lived relationship. Uh, it would have only been a month. We're probably it,
1: approaching like an anniversary of it being longer. Like you've separated since.
0: Yes, I wanted to leave this person's house. I wasn't happy or comfortable in the night. Um, that night, and I, I suggested, you know, I, I wasn't, I wasn't feeling that any progress was going to be made or the reconnection was going to happen at that time. And I was uncomfortable, and it was getting late, so I said, I'm just gonna leave because it was after. It was almost—it was like two o'clock in the morning, almost two thirty, whatever. Um, so I was like, "I want to leave." So I grabbed all my my things and I was like, "Okay, you know, we'll talk tomorrow." And she grabbed my bag and refused to let me leave. And I looked at her, in her in her eyes, like right in the face, and it was like, "I don't understand wanna... the windows of her soul." soul. And I, I I was like, "I don't know what you think you're doing right now, but I know for a fact." That tomorrow, when this is way, you know, when this is a thing of the past, you're going to feel so silly and bad and terrible and regret every second that your hand is around my stuff right now. You know, I was like, I need to go. You need please just let me go, you know? Um, and she started yelling and saying no. And held my stuff tighter. Now, I I felt this weird. I just, I've never felt anything like this. I was really scared because I, I had like a, a legitimate fear in my, because I was like, I can't grab it. Like, I don't want to grab it or do anything that would seem violent or like, you know, or like forceful or aggressive. Like I had to just completely surrender to the moment and just keep trying to let like reason with her as best I could, because I didn't want anything to go wrong like i was terrified that if i was like give me my bag and like what if she was still holding on and hit the wall or something you know so like all of those anything all of those alternate realities were just like like buzzing through my head and all i could do dr strange is over there like this (laughs) (laughs) so unfortunately i had yeah so like but but the thing was the the like the the tether that we had was totally Tony Starked in that moment. Like, it had to be sacrificed <laughs> to save the day. Because, like, I was, yeah, I was, I was not getting out of there with our relationship intact. And I knew it. I Like, as soon as she refused, as soon as she tried to, like, stop me from leaving her house, I just, like, it was cut off from me. Like, I was completely, it just, like, Thanos snapped our relationship <laughs> because... I couldn't do it i'm not someone who would ever continue to tolerate that sort of thing you know and i wouldn't want anyone to do that from me if i ever treated anyone that way i would hope they would just you know like kick me to the curb as fast as they could as to not like condition whatever that was to to be a thing that (laughs) i do you know um i would never want to do that i think that was appropriate or like acceptable in any sense so anyway, so I just I just looked at her and I was just basically pleading with her to just be reasonable and let go because she it's she's going to feel bad. I know she's going to feel bad. And I think that saying all of that put a curse on her and now she <laughs> feels bad because she's texted me almost every night since then. Like she's taken every once in a while she'll take a few days off. She took a week off at one point. I thought it was done. Um but she texts me all the time and she so I I I've respo- I responded a couple of times and I said please stop texting me. And you know, like at first I responded and I told her I ex- you know we I explained I basically broke up again via text with her and explained that I didn't think it was appropriate for me to ever go you know go through something like that and I didn't I I have no intention of ever putting my ch- like I I've no intention of getting my child in a room with someone who's capable of doing that sort of thing out of nowhere that was a you know that's a big fear especially
1: so early in the relationship like if this was like a two-year relationship and something horrible like maybe this is a conversation you could have and like things like that but this is like a one-month-old relationship not even yeah you know that's just if someone's already willing to show that
0: color yeah yeah so i I you know so anyway so i don't get it i've been i've been kind of dealing with that and Oh, that would that was gonna be a, such a bad segue. I was gonna say, you know, Stephen, I, ca- I just can't do that. I can't tolerate that situation. I would do anything for love, but I won't do that. What was it? What yeah. will he do? So here's the thing, Stephen. So I asked today. So do you I, know? Okay, I, of course I know. Okay, of course I know. And I'll tell you why I know for sure now. Um, is it? A, is it the? What is it? <laughs>
1: it's like like such a
0: desperate what is it (laughs) what is it it? (laughs) so in the meatloaf song I would do anything for love but I won't do that Mm -hmm. okay most of us if you're like me you've heard that song a million times in the background of somewhere like you you've very rarely ever put it on on purpose but it's been a thing in your life you've Mm -hmm. heard it you've only ever heard him talk about the things he won't like about the things he will do and then he says but i won't do that and you're like oh well i mean i don't know what that means i don't know what you're talking about meatloaf (laughs) Mm -hmm. but i post on twitter um if there was anyone who studied the meatloaf mythology enough to have an answer for what he won't do for love so not only did people answer a lot of people responded a lot of people just said that you know like he won't do that obviously it's the thing he won't do is that like that's an answer, it's not uh, an
1: answer. you're so clever
0: yeah well like if the, here's the reason it upsets me i want answers people this is science <laughs> like meatloat is it what is it <laughs> so what is it <laughs> okay but the, the reason I this wanna... is so funny to me dude is because not only did i get someone who had an answer and an answer that made sense, but he had a reason he had an answer. Okay. Those are the best kinds of answers. Dude. So he said, um, first of all, this is what he says. Okay. It's um, Chris Van Dyke, which is about, oh, about running at about running on Twitter, which is funny. So, and uh, at about running on Twitter, Chris Van Dyke says, he'll never lie to you. And that's a fact. He'll never forget the way you feel right now. And he'll never forgive himself if you bo- both don't go all the way down. And he'll never do it better than he does it with you. And he'll never stop drinking. Yeah, so these are so here's the thing. In the song, he says, but I'll never forget the way you feel right now. Oh no. No way. And then it goes, and he goes, But I won't like I would do anything for love, but I won't do that. So I won't forget you. I won't forget the things. But when you're listening to the song especially in the background you don't put those things together because he says that verse and then he says blah 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 these are the things that i won't you know that i will do and then he says but i won't do that so he totally makes it this like beautiful epic poem which apparently he was going to make a whole broadway musical of that album or like those two albums which is really cool um it is really cool so Chris Van Dyke gave me, like, this huge breakdown because apparently he he spent the last two weeks breaking down, that like, those albums and listening to a podcast that goes into the whole backstory and writing of those albums and everything. So, like, the, he spent two weeks of his life... He's listening. done his research for he, us. He, he did all of this research for the last two weeks. He's listened to them dozens of times intentionally trying to figure out what Meatloaf was talking about the whole time. And I just happened... <laughs> in that moment to ask this question and he's like let me let me bless you. i am literally the guru <laughs> yes. of this song so he's like i'm sorry i recently received an advanced degree in loafology apologize apologies <laughs> if the excerpt from my thesis was more than you were actually asking for where i'm like it wasn't it was exactly <laughs> what i was hoping for chris van dyke and i thank you and i hope that i you can't know. believe i i got you well that's what i said i was like I was like, Chris Van Dyke, I didn't realize that my Twitter had the ability to summon Meatloaf professionals, and I will use this gift <laughs> carefully. Like I will I will not abuse this gift. Um, so like in recent years I've learned that I can summon people with my Twitter and I can murder people with my mind. There yeah, is no is... end to this. Your powers are seemingly yeah, scary. So, in fact,
1: people I'm almost not even, I don't even know if I'm drawing this on my own free will at this point. <laughs>
0: you just start drawing speaking okay okay speaking of other songs that are like annoyed me today for some reason i was thinking about that song uh that you're so vain but you you probably think the song is about you Mm -hmm. that song is 100 about him is the thing
1: like what kind of weird freaky like gaslighting is is that what are you (laughs) doing what kind of (laughs) Wait, I I bet you're so crazy and vain that you think this song's about you, don't you? Don't you?
0: Uh, Wait, (laughs) but no,
1: I kind of (laughs) do.
0: Yeah, now I do. But okay, okay. So you know that she she was in a relationship with someone, and he was probably a jerk. He was probably a bad person. But here's the thing: she made herself the villain. She is the villain now. She wrote a song about someone, all about him, and now she's trying to act like it's not about him. Dirty, dirty. I'm sorry. I don't like that. I don't like that at all. You can't say mean things about someone and be like, oh, you thought I was talking about you, hmm? Be like, you were! You know you were! <laughs> you literally... In fact, no one knew you were until you said that! Like, you were like,
1: you're so... Lame. Yeah. You probably think the... Sun- <laughs> That's the
0: part. That's the part where you reveal that it is, in fact, about me. What is that about me? If you were just like, <laughs> some people are vain, I probably would never have thought about it. I'd be like, oh, yeah, some people are vain. She's right. She's, she has her finger on the pulse of people. I mean,
1: not me, but not other people, because I'm so
0: vain. I'm, yeah. you, I'm assuming it. I don't have... Yeah, I'm assuming it's not about me, because I'm so great that no one could say a negative word about me. However, it's totally about him. Rude. She's a <laughs> villain, and we should shake our fist at her. Oh, so that's anyway. That's, so that's what I was thinking about all day today. So what's next on our what's next on our list? What are we doing? What's our plan? Since... Stage four
1: probably for me. Okay, so for last. For you, week. it's whatever you were supposed to do this week. <laughs> 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 you, found out, you found out here, ladies and gentlemen, that Anthony is in fact a sit. Which means there's another Sith somewhere because they always come in twos. Uh, it's not me.
0: <laughs> it's <laughs> not probably <mean>. Atlas. <laughs> Atlas is 100% a Sith. Like he's going to. So, so, he's
1: like, "I'll give you hugs." I'm gonna murder
0: you. <laughs> <laughs> the Sith. I mean, that's, that's what they do. Dude, I think. is that what they do? Are the Sith the good guys? Really? Okay, I think the Sith have to be the good guys. Not that I have an argument for it, but I'm about to come up with one. <laughs> um, <laughs> I thinking, like, are we the baddies? Like, kind of are. Well, if you think about it, I mean, the rebels are kind of sowing chaos in a sense. They don't really know what they're doing, do they? Like, I mean, okay, let's just let's just go out and say that like the the Republic, like the Empire, right? The, the Empire is just trying to bring worlds together under one fantastic government, strong leadership, <laughs> So, not, not to mention, an iron fist. An iron fist, not to mention, it's with a religious heart. Like they are, they are strong with the force. It might be the dark side, however, <laughs> it's there. I'm just saying. But you know that, what? There's only two of them. That's the thing.
1: Those <laughs> Jedi they breed like rabbits. Like, why you... there's one jedi, he teaches three. Like, it's because they
0: need to go. They gotta go. There are only two Sith. You know what that means? They're just trying to survive. It's been a Sith <laughs> genocide. If they're just trying, they're trying to just get their numbers back up. If anything, if I mean, wh- how would you feel if like the two polar bears were like, "Don't kill us. We're starting a world." Would you go after that What we do? This is
1: yeah. Polar bears are horrible, mean animals. <laughs> <laughs> I know, kill them. I love them, but they're like terrifying. There's this town. I I read I read I forget the town, which makes my story completely pointless. But like, there's this town, and like one of the far north reaches of Europe. And like, I think it's in Europe. Probably not. It's probably in Canada somewhere. But anyways, where are the polar bears then? But anyways, there's a, there's a law in this town that you can't lock your doors because polar bear attacks are so common that people have to run and get into a car if it happens. So like you have, to, you have to leave your car unlocked in this town so people can escape a polar bear if they encounter one on the road. Like, oh, there's a polar bear. I run to this guy's Jeep real quick. Like that's just what you have to do.
0: How and they're mean have we not destroyed all the polar bears? I'm on Team Jedi now. I think they should just wipe out the Sith <laughs> at this point. I'm okay with genocide if it's something that's gonna murder my me every day every day. Like I can't huge. No, I'm kidding, but I can't. I I know we love the polar bears, but well, yeah, it was my favorite actor on Lost. <laughs> um <laughs> there were polar bears in Lost. You didn't know that you didn't watch oh, Lost. I know. Dude, but... I hate
1: I had this one strand out of my oh. bun. It's
0: Okay, let's start the the podcast over again. Hello. Um, Welcome to episode nine of We Have Issues. Uh, I'm Anthony. That's Steven. He fixed his hair. I fixed my hair. It's all good now. It's all good now.
1: It's not. It's
0: not. It's not. It's not. So next
1: week, what do you plan on accomplishing next time we chat?
0: Okay, so I already have most of this chapter written and thumbnailed. I'm going to say that I'm 100% just going to send that one chapter to you, and I'm going to try to do as much as I can in the next one. But I'm going to 100% finish the one chapter and send it to you before we finish. Awesome. Yeah, that's my my definite plan is that, that the next chapter, which is the chapter in which I meet Voldemort.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: So what are you going to finish next wow. week?
1: I'm going to get at least the blues done for page four, but I'm probably going to try to fin- finish uh, Final Penciling. It all depends on when we decide to record this coming week. I think I'll have more of
0: us done. So that's what we're going to do. You're going to do page four. I'm going to do this chapter and we're going to get this done. Um, thank you all for listening and subscribing and telling your friends. If you're only listening to the podcast and you haven't seen the video, we do have a new YouTube channel. It's youtube.com slash we have issues podcast. We're also on Facebook at we have issues pod or podcast you can find us um we have a a reddit subreddit we just started a twitter which hasn't been very active yet but we'll get all over that soon um thank you so much for listening please subscribe right here it should pop up soon at the end and we really appreciate you and love you and hope you had a happy halloween and (laughs) we can't wait to talk to you about how much we eat for thanksgiving but that's in a couple weeks we'll meet you